Hello, this is A-O-O-G colon A-S coming to you from the studio. My name is Ferris. I'm sorry, I do not condone this opening. Why? NPR, the... NPR doesn't own it. What the hell was that? It's A-O-O-G colon A-S. I'm your host. You are making an A-S-S out of yourself. Your host, Ferris Dean Parvar. I'm Shireen Dean Parvar. And uh, on this podcast, we talk about. Yeah, please talk normally. On this podcast, we go through Adam Scott's filmography one entry at a time to prove once and for all that he is the (laughs) AOOG. Whimsical. That was ridiculous. Uh, hello, this is actor of our generation, Adam Scott. I'm Ferris. I'm Shireen. I uh, guess we're doing it over again. Wow. Uh, today's filmography entry what the? Uh, is... Today we are talking about... Uh, it's changing it up a bit. Uh, a short-lived TV show uh, from 2002 named Glory Days. Woo. No relation. Bruce Springsteen. Who are... Can we close this episode out with Bruce Springsteen? Just because, you know, the boss. I said that so sarcastically. I'm sorry, I'm not a big Bruce Springsteen fan. I, does he have a song called Glory Days? Yeah, if I remember correctly, I believe he does. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Glory Days is a one-season TV show, shockingly, uh, centered around Mike Dolan who is the author of a tell-all book who gets writer's block and decides to return home for inspiration, only to find that the town locals aren't too happy with his last book. We only watched one of the episodes, which was episode six, called Everybody Loves Rudy. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about the fact that the, the reason the show is named Glory Days is because the town is named Glory? That's fantastic. <laughs> we could also talk about how the show was originally called Demon Town. Amazing! Uh, <laughs> I just want to say this is the beginning. This is where Supernatural came from. Yeah, okay, so we should clarify. This is a WB show, and it feels like a WB show. If you mean amazing. Uh, I'm honestly shocked it only got one season, because it it's exactly as good as many other WB shows. Possibly better. By that you mean amazing. Possibly better than most. Talking about you, Riverdale. Yeah. Riverdale is <laughs> not... The, Riverdale... Is Riverdale CW or is Riverdale um, Freeform? Have you been... Have you been letting me call it WB this whole time? And no. It's so, so history lesson. The WB is what the CW used to be. Okay. They went through like this whole rebranding. I don't know if they were purchased by someone else. But like, for instance, I believe um, like Dawson's Creek was on the WB. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like shows that we watch now are on the CW. So, like, there was a transition stage where there were some shows that were, like, on the WB, and then all of a sudden they're on the CW. Got it. Mm. Uh, So the the description of the show doesn't cover it, but this is yet another mystery drama. Mm -hmm. And it's fine. 
Honestly, I, I wasn't. Enjoyed it. I wasn't bored. Yeah, it wasn't bad. But I wasn't bored because I was so audibly upset about so much that was happening on screen. There was so much going on, and I feel like we just need to kind of dive into Adam Scott because literally everything revolved around his character. But his, but his, like, but the problematic issues they also revolved around his character. But they also. Some, like he didn't act he didn't do them it was other people so so the basic promise that's my NPR voice coming through that's not an NPR have you listened to NPR ever in your life promise do you know what NPR is it's the not pornography recordings uh what <laughs> I actually don't know what NPR stands for. National Public Radio. Okay. Wow. Okay. We just need to keep going. And I'll, I promise the listeners I will get Ferris to listen to this American Life. Um, okay. So the particular plot of this one episode is that Mike Dolan's cop friend named Sheriff Rudy uh, is uh, is on a date with this girl at the beginning and then as he she's just like I'm not interested and he leaves and then immediately afterwards she gets murdered and the town is like obviously cops come about like why is she like what happened to her and obviously the prime suspect is Rudy so he gets taken and put in jail or is it just holding cell? Yeah, like it, it's not. It's not the. And obviously, it's not the internal cops. It's not the sheriff's department. It's the outside detective who is somehow the villain of this episode. Which is stupid because he was the only one actually following the law. He came in and was like, "Def, your fingerprints are on the murder weapon. They were, mm-hmm. and you were last seen leaving the house. Suspense. He was." And your date didn't go well. Motive. Prime suspect. Anywho. Uh, he's treated as the villain, but whatever. Uh, the main guy, Mike Dolan, starts going through and trying to find who who he believes actually did it. Remember, Mike Dolan is a writer. Yes. He is not a police officer. He is not a lawyer. He is a writer of a tell-all. And kind of a douchebag. Oh, he's a dick. He's a very, like, oh, I am smarter than you. Yeah. And I'll talk to you in that manner kind of guy. So, like, we haven't seen the other episodes, but the way that this, like, this episode made it seem like this guy thinks that he can solve crimes better than the detectives, which, like, maybe he could, but, like... He didn't. We'll so. get we'll get into the like the cop problem in a bit because yeah. it was like especially during these times where we're hyper aware aware of it, like seeing it on a TV show and seeing the good guys being mm-hmm. it, it and just unabashedly so. Anywho, uh, it turns out that the girl that was murdered wrote and her name in the classifieds. classifieds. Um, so they go to the classifieds, the person in charge of classifieds at the newspaper, that's Adam Scott, who is... He plays the character of Howard Dikotsky, I think is how you pronounce yeah. it. He's a weirdo. Um, <laughs> Love him. He, he's, he's quite entertaining. He, worst haircut so far. Terrible. 
and he's just kind of weird, kind of pompous. But again, like he's in charge of the classifieds and the guy is like without a warrant is like, you have to show me this newspaper writer is like, you have to show me. And he's like, no, this is the classifieds. We're classified. And then this douchebag pulls the, my sister runs this paper and I will get you fired. And he's just like, fuck off. This is the hero of the show. So, to get into his files, uh, they sexually assault him. We'll get to that. Uh, And while he's being sexually assaulted, they go, well, is it? I think assaulted is fair. I think assaulted is fair. They were touching him they in were, some places. It was weird. And it, like it's it, this is very clearly like a lonely guy. He has like a lunchbox with like pictures of cartoons on it. Very early 2000s stereotypical. Yes. So while he's being sexually assaulted, they go into his office. Sexually find... assaulted by Mike Dolan's mother. Who apparently owns or runs the newspaper so that Mike Dolan's sister, who runs the newspaper, can sneak into her employee's office and invade the privacy of probably thousands of people in that town. Look, Adam Scott, whatever, Howard, specifically said, you get a warrant, I will show you this. However, they cannot get a warrant because... Because he's not that, a because suspect. also the police department is not cooperating with the investigator. Yeah, they're literally just being dicks about it. We'll get to that. Anywho, they take him. They find out that he tried to contact the girl. So when they're reviewing the classifieds, they find out that the girl that was murdered and her best friend had both put ads for wanting a date in the classifieds. To which Howard had responded to both of them. Correct. So, uh, they go to her. She turns out to be uh, a douche. So, he is like, okay, maybe it's not Howard. In the meantime, Breaks commits so much fraud. Wait, I thought we were waiting to get to the police officers. Let's wrap up the storyline of Howard first. And then we can talk about Through committing an an, an unbelievable amount of fraud and uh, evidence tampering. Gets the sheriff out of jail so the sheriff can go also interview her. Interrogate the best friend. Interrogate the best friend. They decide that it's probably her because she's being very aggressive and she's like, I would have murdered her. But then at the same time, the sister finds a bunch of... The sister of Mike Dolan. The sister of Mike Dolan finds a bunch of... In the mailbox with the pictures on it. Lunchbox. Lunchbox with the picture on it. uh, She finds just a stack of photos... Uh, that Adam Scott's character had taken, and apparently he he was a stalker. And these were photos of the woman who was murdered and the best and friend. And the best friend. And turns out he has a restraining order because he's a stalker. Yeah. He shows, they find this out, they, they are decided that he's the murderer. He shows up at the house of Mike Dolan's mom, who sexually assaulted him, mm-hmm. thinking that, Oh, she's interested in me. 
and is just kind of being a, a weirdo about it and is like approaching her and like, well, are you interested? So at this point, everyone thinks he's the murderer. But the only way it's, it was, okay, I'm going to be honest. The only way it came across weird is because of the music and because they were freaking out that she's in harm. If you look at it without the context of the fact that he is probably he's, he's not a, the murderer. Look. We're not denying he's a stalker creep. Yeah, but like the way be, he had they, approached her was not like they assumed because he's a stalker creep, he must also be a murderer. Yeah. So he gets knocked the fuck out and arrested by Mike Dolan's mom. And by Mike Dolan's mom, gets taken to jail. Everyone's a hundred percent certain that this person is the murderer. And then the the best friend comes in, tries to murder the cop. Tries to murder Rudy. The reason she tried to murder Rudy is because during the... This is actually really interesting. It's because during his interrogation of her, he immediately, like, turned her down. He said that he wasn't interested really quickly, and it made her upset. So, because she's apparently a spiteful, revengeful woman... Basic trope used in all murder mysteries. We won't talk about that. Attacks him... She finds him at a restaurant and attacks him in front of a restroom, and then they so arrest her. Let's okay. Let's say the episode is forty minutes long. It's a little bit longer, but let's say it's forty minutes long. Thirty nine minutes in, wrapped up. Adam Scott's the murderer. We're all having a good time at this at this bar. Thirty nine and a half seconds. This murder thing happens. This almost murder happens. Episode's over. They don't talk about how they wrongfully arrested Adam Scott. They don't talk about how they baited him and and knocked him out without much evidence. Mm -hmm. So the two things we need to talk about. The sexual assault mm -hmm. and the fucking cops. Yeah. Who were the good guys. They were seen as the heroes in this okay. show. Do you want to cover the sexual assault? I mean, what else can we cover? We've already discussed it. Like, literally, she just... The, what happened was... She was like, oh, she came to his office and was like, oh, could you please um, come replace the light bulb in the... In the she was fl being flirtatious. Ferris is trying to be flirtatious with his body please, right now. Please Because replace. obviously podcasting is a visual medium. He's like, she's opening up her, her, her shirt. Like, yeah, please. so he obviously is a lonely man and decided to go fix the light bulb and while he's fixing the light bulb she's literally groping him she's groping she's him gra grabbing a full full handful of that ass yes. uh and <laughs> and like he like bends like he turns around and she like totally gets up in his junk and she gets like inches from his junk and then she pulls him down and is like as is like real close to her his lips and the whole time she's just like like kind of slowly ugh. rubbing his his thigh and the back it's an of abuse his of power like back of his thigh just in context which this which the show doesn't address this is just a lonely man who is a creep we know that but he is a, a stalker but he is a lonely man that she took advantage of and she also was ran this newspaper and took advantage of her employee. So, okay. We know that that was terrible and was very uncomfortable to watch. 
I think we've wrapped that up. I think everyone agrees that that was terrible and really, really bad. But let's let's move on to the police section because that one is a little bit more like robust and Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> A long conversation. I don't know if you want to take this away or if you want me to take this away. I can start. Okay, like we established, obviously, his prints are on the murder weapon. Yes. He had left the house, like, actually maybe 20 seconds before she was murdered. Yes. He had motive because she'd rejected. As soon as he got, the, the investigator showed up, the outside investigator... He got super defensive, as if he could not understand anyone could... But then, so this is the thing. The only person that I have a little bit of, like, I like a little bit is Rudy. And it's because, although he was defensive, because anyone would be if they're wrongfully convicted of a crime, he went along with it. He was like, yeah, okay, I kind of have to, because the evidence is there. Yeah. So, but the problem is, the entire rest of the police station was completely uncooperative in in in, in taking out one of the in in prosecuting one of their own. Mm-hmm. And because of current events, this this really put a, a different perspective that the show was trying to prove. The show was putting it in the perspective of we're brothers. Uh, we're not going to take out one of our own. Obviously, we know that this is a major problem in the current american uh justice system and it really rubbed us the wrong way and 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 like possibly the worst thing that they did well let's before we get to that part like they didn't get so what happened was he's in jail they're treating it as if he's, like, just on vacation. They, like, walk in and out of his jail cell. Leave the door open. Leave the door open. Treat the investigator like he's an idiot. And give him, like, they give Rudy, like, pillows and all this stuff to be like, we don't believe you. And, like, okay, fine. You don't agree with the man's wrongful conviction. And but they, like, but they have... But... Let's clear. They have no evidence to think that. Yeah, they just they, like him. The only reason they know that Rudy didn't do it is because Rudy's their friend, and they yes. he would never do that. Exactly. So from there, you have this lead character, Mike Dolan, who's friends with Rudy. One day, one scene, you have him walk into the 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 jail cell or holding cell, and say that he has just confessed. Of the crime. Because he wants Rudy out. Not that he's found the killer. He's decided to confess to the crime. And the way that they got away with this is that the... I think she's like the head detective of this um, precinct. She decided to tamper with the evidence. She wiped the prints clean off the knife no, no, and no, no, no. put the other guy's prints on the knife. She didn't even do that. She straight up threw away the oh, knife. She just threw it away. She threw away the knife, put a different a knife different in. knife in, and then when the investigator was like, "What the hell?" she's just like, "Oh, I must have misplaced it." Be- and then and then that's how they were like, "Okay, well, you don't have the evidence against Rudy anymore." 
put Mike in, in jail now and let Rudy go out. Also, he's confessed. I'm sorry. Like, I don't understand. He's confessed to the crime at this point. How is he Mike able... Mike did. Yeah, how is he able to get... Out? Like, I, I don't understand. He confessed. He willingly confessed. And like, then... he wasn't even interrogated. He willingly confessed. I don't know what else to say. It was just bullshit. And then... We, we get to the point where they, like, let Rudy out. The, the head investigator's like, what the hell is going on at this place? He's the only sane person there, and he's seen it as a villain, and it makes no sense. And then when they try when, again to get Mike out, mm-hmm. they, yes. she again, she then with the she again loses the second knife. And is like, oh, I lost the second knife. Now, no one's in jail for the murder. It was I can't... I... Oh, man. Especially with everything going on. I... This is... This point really irked me. So, the problem I had is you know this happens. And that's what's so hard to watch, too. Because... It's upsetting, obviously, to see, but like, I guess back in that time, people saw this as like a great thing, but it's upsetting to watch. And then on the same time, you know that this happens in real life. Like, again, I get it. Rudy didn't do it. In the context of the show, Rudy didn't do it. Mm -hmm. Okay? But if you have fingerprints... Mm -hmm. Eyewitnesses mm-hmm. and a locate and a motive that is at least enough for a trial. Yeah, justifies a trial. Yep, and they were waiting to. They were going to do that, and with no evidence, only that I don't think Rudy did it. They, uh, without a warrant, searched this guy's office, brushing past the assault part, interrogated a woman who turned out to be the murderer, and she was kind of a douche anyway. But whatever. Oh, and just broke every law and clearly do not care about... No, because they can't be sued or anything. Anyway. There's also uh, two other characters on the show who are teenagers who we could not, for the life of us, figure out why they were there. But at the same time, I will say, I really enjoyed their storyline. Uh, I'm sorry, we did a really quick turn. Yeah. And I think we should have paused for a second, but like, okay... Take a second, readjust. There are two other characters. I'm gonna keep this. Uh, yeah. So, well, okay. You know what? My quick transition kind of reflects how the show was treating the weird ass transition. No, I don't disagree because with you, but we the show go would, to that the way. show would be how going over the murder shit, and then like in the B storyline was these two teenagers who were friends. And the guy liked the girl who were, uh, they're siblings of some people on the show. They're no. not siblings. Of, but of, <laughs> of people on the, each of them. Their siblings are each in of the them, show. Yes, each of them are siblings of the older characters. No one gives a fuck. Uh, I enjoyed their storyline because that was more WBE for me. And, uh, you know, the guy, uh, Ferris had a Zane, visceral reaction Zane Walker. to this guy. Okay. Ben Crowley, you are currently, <laughs> I guess in your 40s or 30s, a very attractive man. Mm-hmm. 
You look at his photo. He's suave. He's got it going on. <laughs> so I don't mind telling you that when you were 14 or 15 years old and you were on this show, your face was all kinds of fucked up. Fair and I could not look past it. It wasn't. No, it was not. A it problem. was weird. He looks like a lizard person. <laughs> He's so he's treated as this romantic lead, yes. and his face looks like it's just so, skin okay, I'm on sorry. top of I'm like. We need to stop. We need to stop. Okay, so I get it. I get this reaction that you had because you kept saying it the entire episode. It's the same reaction I have whenever I see Matt Smith as the doctor because he doesn't look real to me. He looks fake as the doctor, but like when he's Prince Philip, he he has enough makeup on where he looks like. A person. So I get it. Let's just not call him a lizard person or say such mean things. He can't help it. This is the way he was born. We should not be attacking these people. We can we Look, can have this listen, conversation one-on-one. Ben, but the fact that we have Ben this, Crowley, I'm sorry. Uh, we all looked bad when we were 14. Honestly, like... We have nothing you to just, say. You just... There's, you and I were both awkward as hell and we still yeah, like, are like acne and hair growing in weird places <laughs> like i get it i get it i get it all of us looked weird you didn't have the gen the the things the characteristics that you teenagers usually have uh like zits or anything your skin just looked like it was made of polyester fair <laughs> I, I'm this very poor guy. I'm ben, look, he he's really attractive right now. I mean, he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. You know what, Ferris? He got a date with the cheerleader. Did you? Yeah, I said it. Just because the show tried to can tell me that this man is Ferris. is is a, is a teenage heartthrob, Ferris. and I refuse to accept it. Stop. Thank you for listening to Actor of Our Generation. No, 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 that's not what we're ending this on. I'm sorry. I have to put my foot down. You should not be attacking people's looks this way. This guy, come on. That's so mean. He's even a child actor. Let's not... Like, they already have insecurities going on and some problems. Why would you do that? No, 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 no. Okay, we need to talk about that storyline because it was quite amazing. These two people are best friends. And the guy likes her, but she's apparently not ready for a relationship. So she sets him up with the cheerleader. And the, like kind of sets him up, just kind of forces him to talk to the cheerleader. The cheerleader asks him out, to which he all of a sudden freezes. That was the part that confused me, honestly. He was very suave and everything, talking to her, and then all of a sudden shut down. Whatever. They went on a date, and his best friend was jealous, and then they had a conversation at the end of the episode about where they, what they want to do and all this stuff, because obviously now they both like each other. Basically, so that it was, was the story. It was a... It was a... No. It was a friend zone. It started off as a friend zone, and now it's a possible relationship. And it's a, it's a, it's complicated. And she, 
is like she did doesn't want him to date anyone else. Yeah, that was. But weird. she also doesn't want to date him. So it's just yeah. one of those weird teenage that was stuff, weird. and it's very classic. This genre of, of TV show. WB. <sighs> I think Ferris is done because this has taken so much of an emotional toll on him, if you couldn't tell. Um, I just need to hear from you that you will not call this man a lizard person anymore. Ferris, tell the listeners. I will not promise anything. Please promise this. It is so mean. Ben Crowley currently does not. Okay, I'm posting something on Instagram because I know what you're going to say. I'm posting something on Instagram and the poll will be, does this man, <laughs> is Ferris right about what this kid looks like? And it'll say no or no. Those will be currently, the only options. Currently, in 2020, or whenever the IMDb picture was taken, Ben Crowley does not look like a lizard person. Oh, God, Ferris. Sometimes I just need to teach you a lot of stuff. This has been the actor of our generation, Adam Scott. No, I'm Follow sorry. Us on Why Instagram. do you keep trying to stop it right after we, right after you've bashed this poor man? Because I want to end the show. We're not ending it by bashing the young him. man. We're not going to bash of okay. the past. If anything, we bash the police, sure. and then we end the episode. Okay. Let's bring it back Uh, to the point of the episode. Glory Police Station, you're everything that's wrong with our current justice system. And they're reflective of what is happening in the world across the nation in almost every single precinct. Mm. So, that's the way we can end it. This has been the actor of our generation, Adam Scott. Defund the police. Uh, You can follow us on Instagram uh, at of our generation with underscores as bases. I hate that you've taken this from me. <laughs> Please download the episode and comment. Comment, rate, and review. And yeah, as I said, defund the police. Mm. Get involved. Yep. Thank you all for listening. Um, still coronavirus time, so stay healthy and stay safe. And yeah, that's all we have to say.